Welcome to the Daily Summation Podcast from Kurt's Religion and Politics. The podcast that you're about to listen to is the lightly edited audio from a video for the Daily Summation that I put on YouTube and Rumble on the Kurt's Religion and Politics channels. If you want to check them out, you can do that there. But if you want to just go ahead and listen to the audio, which as I say, I've edited to take out a bunch of the annoying pauses and so forth, you can listen to it here. Thanks for tuning in and now on with the podcast. wanted to take a minute to discuss an idea that I think a lot of people maybe don't understand as well as they think they do. And I want to start by asking a couple of questions. The first is, how familiar are you with the way the U.S. presidential, uh, presidential election is run? And the second is, how much do you know about the Senate and how its members are selected and were initially selected when things were initially set up? Hello and welcome to the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host. I'm Kurt. Today is Monday, the 14th of December of 2020. Uh, and I'm glad to have everybody along, whether you're coming on on Rumble on the podcast or on YouTube. Thank you for joining and hopefully I will present something that you will actually enjoy seeing today. Uh, the subject today, uh, the main subject is winner take all. That's what we're talking about primarily. And that is with regard to um, with regard to presidential elections, and with regard particularly to the electoral college. I wanted to take just a second before I discuss that to talk about the idea of the senatorial, the way the Senate, the Senate, the United States Senate is selected. Okay, and I wanted to say that this is this was a sort of a example of another thing that I have a problem with, because you're going to find out that I have a problem with the uh, winner-take-all thing that we do in the presidential election for electors as well in most states. But I wanted to say for the Senate, the idea, the, the, the thing that I think a lot of people fail to understand, and that it appears to me people fail to understand quite early on, in fact, is that the Senate was intended to represent not the people of a given state, but the state itself, and as a result, those who were put in positions uh, of senator from a given state, the couple of people from each state, were intended to represent the state and therefore were to be elected by the state houses in the, in the given state in, of which they were a part, right? So that's, that's the first consideration, okay, that I think is broken. We now do a, a, a standard election for those. And it's not that that totally takes away the purpose of a bicameral house, but it certainly doesn't help things because the states do not get the kind of representation they ought to get. And let me just point something out. The reason that there were two senators per, per state was that they represented each state, not the people thereof. That's what the House of Representatives was supposed to do. But now let's talk about the idea for just a second of uh, 
the Electoral College and particularly of the idea of winner-take-all. And we're going to use a couple of the graphics that we used also in yesterday's presentation. I'm going to put up first this one uh, that is the Electoral College or the the win by state of the, each president on the basis of Electoral College. Okay, I'm putting it up now. Now I want you to notice that um, each state is distinctly red and distinctly blue. There is no, there are this many red votes, there are this many blue votes. It's all red or blue for, it, for pretty much every state. There are some states for which that is not the case, but in most instances that is absolutely the case. Okay, I think in the, actually in this graphic you can see that they're all showing as red or blue. That having been said, now we're going to, uh, in a minute here, we're going to put up another graphic, but for now we're going to drop this one and I'm going to talk to you for just a second. The thing about that is that seems kind of odd when you think about it, when you consider that the electors that are there on a given state are not on a statewide basis. They're on a countywide or whatever district, right? I'm pretty sure it's a district basis. So this other graphic is another one that I used on yesterday. And it shows county by county what a given um, state's electors look like. Here it is. So let me show you. So this is what it looks like. Okay. And you can see that there are parts, as I said yesterday, of various counters, counties, rather, of various states, I'm sorry, of various states that are red and parts that are blue. Washington State, Oregon for certain, California, even Texas has some blue areas in it toward the border. And this is a very obvious thing looking at this graphic, right? And what this actually indicates is that the electors for any given state don't fall strictly for one candidate or another. They fall for different candidates. But the thing is, at some time in the past, a decision was made. And I'm going to drop this graphic now. Uh, and the decision was that uh, instead of, in most states, instead of assuming that the way things were going to work was that the electors for a given state were going to be allotted or apportioned for each candidate in turn, depending on how many electors. So let's say, for example, you had 10 electors in a given state and four of them fell to the Democrat and uh, six of them fell to the Republican, or even even better yet, let's say um, four of them fell to the Democrat, um, um, one of them fell um, to, the, to an independent of some sort, and the remainder fell to the Republican. So four more, whatever it is, five more fell to the Republican. It doesn't really matter. The point I'm making here is this is, in my mind, how things should be apportioned. And what it means is the people in those areas, so, so well, I'll explain that in a second. The important thing is this. It means that people are represented in the region in which they live. That's what it means. That's what it comes down to. When you don't do this, when you say, oh, the Republicans won then in this state in terms of how many electors they got, and then you say all electors fall to the Republicans, it changes the balance in the nation as a whole. Okay? So, yeah, Electoral College does sort of need fix, and it needs to be reset to make it so that what it's doing is picking the five Democrats, the one independent and the four Republicans in a state with 10 electoral votes, right? Whatever it happens to be. I, I don't care if it's Democrats who, who got the greater or, or Republicans who did. 
Okay, now here's the thing that you need to understand. Those regions, those districts, uh, what actually happens is there are some states that will have a bunch more Democrat or a bunch more Republican electors. And it may seem like an odd thing, but that's fine, okay? But what's not fine is to say that because a state had a lot more Republican or Democrat or independent or whatever electors, you just discard the will of the remainder of that state. So what ends up happening is in urban areas, you have a lot of blue thinkers, a lot of people who are who are Democrats. I'm, I'm not judging. I don't. That's not the point of what we're saying here. Okay. In rural areas, in suburban areas, you tend to have a lot of red people, a lot of Republicans. That's just how that works. Again, I'm not trying to judge or pass, you know, say anything about any group. Some areas, what will happen is you'll have an individual and that individual will be an independent and they'll win that area. They'll win that district. In every case, what ought to happen is each elector should fall to whoever that district voted for. And it might mean you'll hit 270 faster, and it might mean you'll hit 270 slower, but the point overall is that you end up with the people in a given state actually getting their say, so that if you happen to be in Arkansas and you happen to be a Democrat, hey, guess what? Your vote gets counted a little more fully because normally the Republicans win the state of Arkansas as a result of the fact that they win the majority of uh, uh, electors in the state, right? Right now, the Democrats in the state of Arkansas get no representation. I'm sure you'd find that the same sort of thing happens for the state of New York, except in reverse. It, it falls to the, to the Democrats to get the electors, and it falls to the Republicans to not get them, right, as a result of winner-take-all. So if New York State has 30 and 15 of them happens to happen to be Democrat, guess what? 30 are Democrat. And a lot of people don't seem to know this. A lot of people seem to be confused about this or misunderstand it. There are states where this is not the case, but I think there's maybe one or two in the entire country where that's not the case. All right, I wanted to, to kind of wrap up because it's getting to be the end of my time here. And I wanted to say there are two things I really think need looked at. The first is winner-take-all in Electoral College. I think it needs to go away as a concept. And the second is the election of senators. I think we need to go back to an appointment process. Is either of these likely to happen? I don't think so. And if they don't, I consider that there will continue to be problems, at least with folks feeling somewhat like they're disenfranchised, particularly for those who are in the know about what's actually happening. All right, I wanted to, like I say, go ahead and wrap up. I hope you're having a good day. Today is Monday, the beginning of most people's work weeks. I hope your work week turns out to be a good one. Mine's being a little, little bit on the interesting side at the moment. Uh, that having been said, everything is going well for me as we speak. Weather has uh, dried up a little bit, though it still hasn't warmed up like I'd like it to, but still things are going well. Hope things are going well for you as well, and hopefully we will see you again tomorrow. The speaker on this edition of the Daily Summation is Kurt Schubert. This video is recorded on Monday, December the 14th of 2020. The Daily Summation is created for Kurt's religion and politics.
for watching this edition of the Daily Summation from Kirk's Religion and Politics. I hope you found it entertaining or instructional and maybe both. Uh, if you want to see more from me, you can go to blogs.kpshubert.com. That's blogs.kpshubert.com. I am on Twitter, Parlor, and Minds.com. My handle on each of those is at kpshubert. That's at kpshubert. I have a Rumble and a YouTube channel. They are the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels on Rumble and YouTube. I have a Facebook page. The Facebook page is Kurtz Religion and Politics as well. I have I am on Patreon. If you want to support me, that's one of the better places you can do that. And you will find me at Kurtz Religion and Politics on Patreon. I have a podcast. The podcast is podcasts with a with an S. Dot kpshubert.com. That's podcasts.kpshubert.com. I think you should be able to find me with relative ease on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify as well. The best way I find to do that is to look for Kurt's Religion and Politics. You can try to use the daily summation. I find that it doesn't work as well as a general rule, but you can always try that. I'm glad to have you aboard today, and hopefully we will see you again tomorrow. You've just been listening to the Daily Summation podcast from Kurtz Religion and Politics. As I say at the intro, this is a uh, lightly edited audio from a video that I put on YouTube and Rumble that you can check out there. Uh, and I take out the pauses and so forth here, and it's basically the same content, except that you don't obviously get the video. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed what you've heard. Let me know if you have any com comments or whatever that you might want for me to, to get. Thanks for listening, and by all means, come back again tomorrow, and you'll almost certainly get another one of the Daily Summation podcasts. Thanks for listening. Bye.